Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This one goes out to Freddie and Gideon. Tell your friend Veronica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. I hope I get a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana. If you really, really want to have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Yay. Happy Hanukkah, everybody! Happy Hanukkah, everybody! Happy Hanukkah! Eight crazy nights. <laughs> <laughs> I have not gotten my child anything yet, but she just doesn't know. She'll get stuff when she can appreciate stuff. She's a baby. It's the same as with whenever my mom would scream about taking us places before we were the age of twelve. That's why you don't take a child anywhere before the age of twelve because they don't remember. And maybe that's just because I have repressed childhood, but I'm not quite sure. Twelve was the that's where it was when life begins. From that's your when life <laughs> in my in my brain that's where my life begins. So I feel like then you don't kids don't remember anything. Nah. But I love Hanukkah. I love latkes, I love candles, I love routines and traditions, and so I am like a very excited non-religious person celebrating Hanukkah right now. I never really got into Hanukkah, like Hanukkah was never really, uh, yeah, I I never uh, had an opportunity, even though I dated a Jewish woman for three years, never really did Hanukkah. Yeah, I think that it's not that, uh, it's not really that big of a holiday, the impression that I get uh, is that... It's kind of like uh, Christians were like, oh, I guess you have a holiday around now, too. Let's all discuss Hanukkah. And Jewish people were like, it's really not that big of a, okay, whatever. Sure, sure. (laughs) I always wanted Hanukkah. I tried to celebrate. We had the menorah. We did the whole thing. Because it's very fun, and also there's eight days of it, and the latkes. I feel like there's just something, I never make a latka properly, and it always hurts my chest. <laughs> and I think that I'm just missing my the Jewish spice. <laughs> latkes are amazing, and the toy-wise, I'm actually very excited to celebrate Hanukkah, as a, to be a parent of a Hanukkah-celebrating family. Uh, Is it dreidels? Is it because of dreidels? Well, it's because I think that kids want small, cheap, crap you know like when I was a kid I wanted so much crap and I wanted it to be small and cheap like granted I also wanted like a power wheel yeah. but like you know Gideon's always God, like did I want a power wheel I wanted a power I wheel so bad I always wanted oh, yeah. a fucking power wheel you know but Gideon's always like you know Hanukkah is like the gifts you get are like like you know your parent goes to the hardware store with like ten dollars and then just gets eight things like so you get like a t- mini tape measure and like you know it's like that kind of gifts but I, I think that like like kids you know cereal box toys and that type of thing I feel like that's really kids' jam you know so I'm like really excited to find like the most fun cheap trash that are that's so exciting like a little blinky ring you know like things like that oh you want dentist office toys yes yeah. oh my yes. god <laughs> dentist office toys those were the best or the ones that that you know the quarter machines and yeah. you get them yeah I still hit quarter machines I went to one not too long ago what, I saw this get? little squishy panda and I wanted the fucking panda and I didn't get the panda I got a chicken instead and so I kept putting money in and then I ended up having like I've got like 12 little squishy things not one is the panda that I want. <laughs> I also always go to quarter things. I currently have a bouncy ball in my left pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I And 
but I'm also for about a year and a half I've been on this kick where I'm trying to declutter my life you know and so I like clean my room every once in a while and be like I've got to declutter all this shit and I've got all these toys that I get from <laughs> toy machines and I'm like why do I do this but the the immediate joy of getting a toy machine like far outweighs the like anxiety I have later on in life when I'm like why do I have this in my house you oh know? yeah that <gasps> Yeah, I got a toy. I got a toy. I love needless tchotchkes, and I'm never going to give that up. That's my religion, needless tchotchkes. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, you know what uh, Mariah Carey's religion is? Is keeping her children out of her limelight. (laughs) Good segue, guys. (laughs) Very good segue. Uh, And extremely true. That video that you sent to me, Jackie, explain the video to the people. I can't. I, Those kids are so, so cute. So Mariah Carey put up on her Instagram a video of her and her twins. So the twins are in the back seat singing with her to All I Want for Christmas is You. But she didn't teach them how to sing along with her. She just taught them how to sing the backup parts. <laughs> There's only one Mariah Carey in this car. <laughs> and she was singing on the red. Like she put her Mariah, she put her song on the stereo, had someone hold the camera on the kids. You could tell they want to sing the main part, but she's got. Yeah, kids don't want to no. sing harmonies. Wait, wait, no. wait a minute. No, no wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Just don't do that. <laughs> the video, I watched the video like 10 times in a row because it's so funny. Because also, she could, in theory, still sing this song, yeah. right? So, but And yet, she plays the song on the radio so that she can kind of half-ass barely sing along to it, Mm -hmm. even though it's made her sound really good because it's just the recording of it. And the kids were only allowed to do the oohs and the ahs. (laughs) And you could see how they were trained, like little animals in cages, to do exactly what she wanted. She is my beautiful Christmas monster. Would you like to see it, Molly? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw the, you know, I saw people tweeting about it, but I did not actually, I saw those cute little kids, but I I didn't actually see the singing. Must show this to Molly. Three, two, you ready, Roro? You ready, Roro? I'm Roro, come on. Okay. Turn it up a little bit, please. Turn it up a little bit, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh the backup vocals are so boring. You can see her little, like, what her little girl is just lip, lip syncing. syncing. <laughs> just let her sing. <laughs> let her sing this song. <laughs> These more kids. Oh my. Oh man. <laughs> Because the little girl wants to sing along to the main part so bad. So and she, she does. She slips thinking along and just doesn't. Oh, wow. Es- especially when Mariah Carey isn't even singing it. Let them sing it there. Yeah, I was going to say, she's not even sing. Just let the children sing unabashedly. Un- I-, I forgot that the backup vocals of that song are just like, ah. Uh, 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 <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you. It's not even like a, you know, some good Christmas carols, like an Angels We Have Heard on High or something. There's a whole different range of melodies you can be singing, and that could be kind of fun. Learn the or learn the harmonies, learn the melodies, but that was just... Uh, 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 <laughs> oh, the cute The children kids. are not allowed to have any fun. They are never allowed to misrepresent Mariah Carey. Isn't that why you have children? To be your backup singers. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid has glasses. And they're so cute. And they're just not allowed to do... Uh, just. It makes me think of her whole like reality show that I watched for way too long, where the kids just weren't allowed to be in anything. They are so cute. And their names are Rock and Row, or at least that's, their, that's how she nicknames them. That's what she calls yeah. them, yeah. Which is a little bit... 
too cute for me. I love cute <laughs> yeah. things, rock and roll, because she does not sing rock and roll music. No, she does not. I don't like the proximity of their names to rock and roll, the phrase. Yeah, and their actual names are Moroccan and Monroe. So I feel like with just like the way that she talks, it's just too difficult for her to say all the <laughs> syllables. Moroccan, Monroe. And I imagine she just, uh, it just hurts her voice too much. <laughs> I mean, I really was. Ta- I was talking to somebody recently who said she. She was like, I can't imagine what it would be like to live life not a fan of that song because it plays everywhere, and she mm-hmm. is a fan of that song. And I live my life as not a fan of that song, and it is hard. My life is hard this time of year. I imagine mm. so. I. I don't know. I don't know if I like really have any more or less feelings for it than say like Jingle Bells. I have more feelings for it than Jingle Bells, and the feelings are negative. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that makes me a Scrooge. I try very hard not to be a Scrooge this time of year, and I'm not a Scrooge about most Christmas music, too. People are such Scrooges about Christmas music. I love Christmas music. Me too. But this is... This is in my. This is the the bottom of my Christmas music list. Mm. Yeah, interesting. It doesn't. It doesn't fill you with any like peppermint spice. It. I mean, only to the extent that even though I'm also a major Scrooge about Love Actually, it kind of makes me smile about that last scene in Love Actually. But uh, I mean, it is children singing, it, so I know that you would like that. I don't like children singing. I like children dancing. I know you like children <laughs> dancing. I know you like children cooking. Children cooking, children dancing. I'm okay with some children singing, but like you, I don't like it when they do vibrato. Really, you don't like children doing vibrato. I don't like children doing vibrato, but I also don't like this kind of singing oh, okay. either. <laughs> Even like a children's choir, you won't listen to a children's choir. No, 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 never. Jackie, well, you were just doing that's just the way a child sounds when he when he sings. No, that's the problem. Unless, <laughs> just unless the child. child is doing vibrato and they're like, all I want for Christmas. <laughs> and I mean, that is worse. definitely a lot worse. The only time I like it is if it's being used in a scary way because children singing is always scary. How about the end of We Belong? You can't argue with that. We belong. Is that children? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. In the music video, no. Pat Benatar is there in the wind, and there is for inexplicably a children's choir of angels that all start singing, We belong, as she's uh, singing, We belong to the night, we belong to each other. No. Uh-huh. It's a sexy song. Yeah, I don't know why the children are there. And to be honest, I love that song. I danced to that song at my wedding, but it is my least favorite part of the song. Although it seems to be most people's favorite part of the song. So I, I hesitate to say that that's my least favorite part, but there is a children's choir at the end. There's no way children can do that. It's them. I'm telling you, listen to the, you'll be sitting there being like, yeah, this is a good song. And then inexplicably will be a bunch of children's voices singing the backups. I mean, I do. I know the part of it that you're talking about, and it's just kind of blowing my mind. It makes me sad. We <laughs> just over and over. Okay, Jack. I've actually I found a uh, a Reddit thread uh, that is a list of songs with children choruses singing. Oh yeah, give it to me. I want to run a couple of these by you. See what oh, you think. No. Are you about to ruin music for me? (laughs) Am I about to live the rest of my life in complete and utter silence? Possibly. (laughs) Hit me. Fine, fine. I'm ready for it. Can't always get what you want. Rolling Stones. Really? When are the children? It's the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like not even really part of the whole rest of the song. I mean, it's a great intro, though, because of the big chill. But again, that they don't belong in it. <laughs> Actually, it's, I guess, uh, another brick in the wall. Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's fine. I've never been a Floyd doid for uh, over here, so I'm fine with that. Actually, that's pretty much it, That you, even out of the song, because I don't know, you're not a Macklemore fan, are you? Yeah. Is that still hip? Is that still hip? Are you Are you a fan of Blue October? Yeah. Oh, it's blue, but it's raining outside. And they say that the sky's supposed to be red at this time, but it's not. It's a blue October. Is that their big song? That fucking band. 
and came to Lubbock every, I would say, six to eight months when I was in college. <laughs> that like was they, the Lubbock bit That band. was the Lubbock, yeah. And they're still going. They're still doing shit. But yeah, Blue October, and they're fucking terrible. What kind of a band is it? It's like, uh, it's generic rock. It's like post-grunge generic rock. Oh, okay. Rock yeah. and roll. I would put, yeah, they're, they're kind of like an Our Lady Peace uh-huh. Yeah, just really... I loved Our Lady Peace! Very bland alternative rock. You know, I did Ooh. listen to a lot of bland alternative rock You guys up. both might love Blue October. I, right? <laughs> <laughs> you pro- we're probably going to fall in love with Blue October. Were they ever on the VH1 Top 10 Countdown? Because, you know, that was my Top 10 Countdown instead of the TRL Top 10 Countdown because something was wrong with me. Oh, uh, hell, there was nothing wrong with you. You were just a product of the 90s. It's fine. The VH1 Top 10 Countdown, somehow not the same 10 songs as the TRL Top 10 Countdown, even on the same day. Yeah, they were all just lying to themselves. But that's why, I mean, MTV, though, is about to get a new boost with Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. (laughs) Guys, Lilo, she's back! She really keeps getting more chances <laughs> to humiliate herself and I feel like it's irresponsible of us to keep watching. Oh, isn't this the show where uh, it was supposed to be, uh, she's supposed to be dating because she's running a club, right? She is running a club, in, yeah, in Mykonos. Yeah, she's running a club in Mykonos and the show says that she's banging the son but in reality she's banging like the 80-year-old father. Ooh. I think we read that blind item. Yes, we did oh, read yeah, that we blind did. item. Yeah. So keep that in mind, everyone. I mean, you know, a woman's got to do what a woman's got to do. And sometimes, you know, to open up a big beach club that's got your name on it, an 80-year-old's weenie looks a little <laughs> tempting. <laughs> okay, so maybe I sucked my thumb until I was 11, and that's why my front teeth stick out. So sue me that I claimed it was because my thumb tasted like vanilla. If you had frosting fingies like myself, try Candid. Candid makes clear aligners that are sent directly to your home and are customized specifically for you to straighten your teeth. The aligners fix crooked teeth, crowding, protrusion, and gaps. Now how to fix the cheap-induced gaps in my memory? That's a story for another day. Was anyone else greatly terrified of the Ren and Stimpy episode where Ren's teeth rot down to the squeaky nerves? The ee ee I'm scared of my mouth and I'm scared of the dentist. But with Candid, ain't no office visits needed. Everything is delivered to your home. The first step is to purchase their modeling kit, which will be sent to your home so you can take impressions of your TVs. After you send back your impressions with some photos of your teeth, Candid's network of orthodontists reviews your specific case and provides you with a 3D preview of what your treatment will look like. If it's too easy and not scary enough, don't worry, I'll come over to your house and shove a sucky tube in your mouth and tell you to bite down and then I'm gonna ask you how your day was. Are you scared yet? Having a real orthodontist is the main reason you'll love Candid. Other companies use dental professionals, whatever that means. Sounds like a professional teeth rubber, and I don't want a full-grown person rubbing on my face-wise like the kitties do. After you receive your 3D preview, it's completely up to you if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan. You can even scream, don't tell me how to live my life, at it the way you want to yell it at the doctor when he doesn't believe your flossing lies. Dentist talking to me like I'm a baby. I want to eat candy for dinner. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have questions. Questions about like the teeth and the process and stuff. I think you have questions about what comes out of and goes into holes. There's probably other people to hit up about that. But here's the best part. Candid's treatment time is an average of six months and will literally save you thousands compared to the other guys. And you ain't got to deal with rubber bands. Man, Henry's rubber bands were everywhere when he had braces. He had braces for like a thousand years. I'm still surprised our mother didn't kill us in our sleep. You're one step away from getting straighter, wider teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, candidco.com page seven, you'll save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash page seven to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. 
CandidCo.com slash page seven. You can only yacht for so long, I suppose. Did she? And only yeah. run from uh, Arab billionaire oil barons for so long as for well. For so long? And it's tiring. <laughs> and also like the Syrian refugees you've accosted on the street, right? Let us not forget that she should... Only so many of those I that mean, you could accost. Shouldn't she be facing some sort of a, a harassment charges in the wake of that? I was only five ah. minutes on the street. I don't want anybody to be facing harassment charges. I'm just saying I want Lindsay Lohan to be held accountable for her actions just once. No, she's got to lead a team of brand ambassadors oh, who must yeah. prove their expertise, ambition, and charm throughout the season as they help Lohan achieve her vision for the new business. You know, I got an email. <laughs> I'm sure it was a spam, but I got an email asking if I wanted to be an influencer, and I did not respond <laughs> because the answer is no. But that's a job now, just be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Molly, get on board. Yeah. I mean, you got to do it. If there's a one way, at least maybe through you, I could become Hot Dog Ambassador 2019 yeah. <laughs> if you become an influencer. If I can influence the people into uh, influence the Hot Dog Nomination Committee, then, then I would. But I think that as like a... You know, the anti-capitalist that I am, I think it would be very hard for me to be like, ah, this makeup palette (laughs) is what I want all my followers to also use. You are a natural. You know, I think it would be having a hard time. I want the palette now. (laughs) See? I'm a natural influencer. I did find myself trying to hawk myself to my favorite hot dog man the other day. And uh, I'm trying to, because I told him about Hot Dog Ambassador 2019. And um, because I go to this hot dog place probably twice a month and I'm obsessed with it. And I was like, let's get together, Willie. Let's make some let's make some hot dogs together. Come on, I'll start I'll start shilling out your hot dogs, Willie. Come on, man. Um but he um he declined. Well, yeah. That's- <laughs> so, uh, so Jackie, yeah. I, I would dare say you're being quite thirsty about hot dogs here. I, I also think that like I love you but I think that going to the hot dog ambassador path the, via being like a sandwich board person for a hot dog stand it might actually be a step down for you Jackie. Nothing against sandwich board people but I think that if you want to be an ambassador you know you have to go to like hot dog law school or something you know I, th- yeah. I think being like a, a barker I'm not sure if the path from hot dog barker to hot dog ambassador is is a fast path. I think you'd really You're have right. to you'd you'd have a good like narrative of how you worked your way up from being just a humble hot dog sandwich board person. Jackie, have you seen who won the hot dog ambassadorships last year? It's no. out. No why? Let's who? Let's go I'm th- looking it up. Let's go through these people right now. There's more than one? There's well, there's regional, regional hot dog ambassadors. Regional, yeah, there's course. not a national hot dog ambassador. There's only regional hot dog ambassadors. The Northeast, that's John Fox. John is the go-to expert on New Jersey hot dogs, where he is co-founder of the annual New Jersey Hot Dog Tour and Hot Dog Nation, the second largest Facebook page dedicated to hot dogs. Oh, man, the second largest. (laughs) This is helpful information, Jackie. This is the career paths that you need to follow. Mm -hmm. And the Weenie Warrior runners-up were uh, Alan Swanky, creator of the New York City Hot Dog Tour video, Michael Thompson, (laughs) Weenie Warrior, and mentor to future Weenie Warriors. Um, <laughs> pardon? Man. Yeah, it's South- Guys. Yeah, the Southeast, that's Chris Crawford. Chris is a renowned meat diplomat and skilled social media expert who led an excellent campaign to be elected hot dog ambassador. I'm pissed. It's a bit of a sausage factory, if you'll uh, forgive the pun. Oh, Midwest, that's Courtney Otter Wade. Good. In addition to her extensive knowledge about Chicagoland hot dog eateries, Otter Wade's true passion for this iconic food was on display at her wedding, where the famed Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile served as her limo. So I have seen other people do that. You're not that <laughs> special, Courtney. Also, Thank you very much. All these other people have like careers in hot doggery, and Courtney's just like has it at her wedding. So, so Jackie. You just gotta have like a hot dog themed wedding that might also help catch some attention your way. Yeah, you're I right. I mean, come on, the winner, the Wiener Warrior runner up in the Midwest, he's got a PhD from Hot Dog University. PhD, that's purveyor of hot dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a lie. That's not a real one. <laughs> Let me see the degree. I'm taking these motherfuckers down, man. Print it out for me. 
Southwest. That's Tom Lohr. He's the author of Gone to the Dogs in Search of the Best Ballpark Hot Dog. Lore Man, he wrote a whole book He's about a hot dogs. Published author. Lore previously embarked on two cross-country road trips during which he sampled hot dogs at every major league ballpark. Oh my god, guys, I am not putting enough effort into this. I gotta be honest, I did not think the hot dog ambassador was this serious a job. I don't know, because like, the West, you might have been able to beat it. Because the West, this guy, his name is Sam Beeson, all it says about him, hot dog comedy star. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I've never seen him on any of the forums, any of the comedy hot dog forums that I go to every single day. I'm going to, you know what? You know what? It sounds like these people are all padding their resumes, and maybe I need to start padding my own. Well, you know what? Maybe I started a whole beauty line of hot dog shades. Do you want to look like you've got mustard all over your lips? Mm, Why don't you slather some of this kraut? Fantastic dippery all over, but I'm gonna make lipstick that is just specifically for the outline of your lips, <laughs> like not a lip liner, like for outside of it. And just um. oh, Jackie, you could have easily gotten this because he's hot dog comedy star and founder of the annual Beeson Hot Dog Day celebration. I'm looking up what that is right now. But the Wiener Warrior runner-up out west, you know who that was? Just Tanya Torres, hot dog home chef. Oh, please. Just the lady who makes a bunch of hot dogs at home. Everybody makes hot dogs at home. That's a hot dog home chef. At least, I mean, again, if you're going to pad it out, pad it out. I wrote songs for this. (laughs) (laughs) You made content. I'm writing letters, guys. I mean, really, the West has nothing. Because really, the runners up at like Southeast, Mandy Brown, hot dog advocate and social media influencer, hashtag hot dog Mandy. Influencer. Uh, Rebecca Swanson, third place national winner in Vienna Beef's hot dogs number one fan competition. Southwest, they got Daniel Garcia, hot dog subject matter expert and former Nathan's famous hot dog eating chick. Eating contest judge and what? Les uh, Ozkakuski, uh, annual Great Chicago Hot Dog Tour participant. Participant. <laughs> Anybody can participant. be a participant. <laughs> annual. He goes once a year. Oh my God! The second that this. When do we? When can I start campaigning? I guess I can start campaigning now. I, I think I am. Yeah, start early. You start know? early. Yeah, June eleventh. That is when. Uh, July eleventh. Send your hot dog resume by July 11th. You could probably do it now. <laughs> You're right. If I just, what if I just send one every single week? That's actually a good idea. Just get uh, get yourself on their radar. I think you start your campaign now, and I think what you need to do is I think you need to put your entry in in probably mm, early May because early May. Okay. that gives you enough time to prepare. But you're punctual. You're not going to be a last minute hot dog ambassador. And you're not going to get lost in the last minute shuffle. Mm-hmm. You'll make sure they see your resume. And I hope that they I, they remember me from last year, the fact that I sent it in late and begged them to consider my application. <laughs> so I'm hoping that they remember me as the desperate one. So maybe that's what I'll use. I'll incorporate my desperation into my hot dog ambassador. Um, what is it? Election run? Uh, I would say campaign. Uh, campaign, yeah. Although it's not a vote, it's a it's a council that crowns you. This, right? Is, that, is this a democracy? Do we have to say? <laughs> it's kind of I like think a, so. It's kind of like a seems like a bit of a monarchy even to have this like lord of hot dogs that decides who is the hot dog ambassador rather than having it be decided by the people. You know what I need to do? I need to contact the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. His name is Eric Mittenthal. Guys, they even have his cell phone number on the website page. Do not harass Eric Mittenthal on his cell phone. I'm not going to harass him. I'm going to get to know him. And then later, I'm going to make my life into a Hallmark movie where like, I'll pretend like I had no idea he was the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. He'll be my secret prince. I'll become really good friends with him. I'm assuming that I could probably be his daughter or something. Maybe I'll pretend like I'm his long-lost daughter. I was going to say, maybe it's just because I got Hallmark movies on the mind, but I feel like you're going to 
I know you've already got someone you love in your life, but I feel like you're going to meet someone you love along the way to this hot dog journey, and it's going to be your adversary. <laughs> it's going to be the person running against you. Jeff will understand. I know that he will understand because I will give him hot dogs. This is this is a work thing. Yeah, this is a work thing because, I mean, listen to these prizes. Each winner will receive a Hot Dog Ambassador business card, which can also be used for deals at National uh, at National Hot Dog Sausage Council partner restaurants. You get a $100 gift card for your favorite hot dogs. It doesn't really specify. Just hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> Just going to the grocery store with a gift card. This is my favorite hot dog. You get, get it for free. You get a National Hot Dog and Sausage Council Wiener Warrior t-shirt. I and, mean, that is... And a wristband and bumper sticker that says, I love hot dogs. I hate to say it, Jackie, but I think you might be above this title. <laughs> I think you might be overqualified, actually. I appreciate you, Molly, but I'm not. I'm far below it, and I need to just... I can only hope... See, the thing is that Jeff makes t-shirts, and he even offered to make me a Wiener Warrior t-shirt so I didn't have to go through all of this, but that would not be true. I'm not wearing lies on my fucking breasts, my beautiful breasts. I don't need lies on there. Only milk and true Wiener Warrior status will ever belie these top mountains of mine. I could just combine like a Christmas and a birthday present for you and just give you $100 to spend on hot dogs. <laughs> you know, and then just to call you my own personal hot dog ambassador. The thing is, I spent $30 on hot dogs a couple of days ago. <laughs> so it's <laughs> So your ambassador uh, gains are really only going to get you through about a month. <laughs> if that. I mean, I like the fancy hot dogs. Do you cut up hot dogs and put them in mac and cheese like a child? I I have been known to, yeah. But that's not what I did. I was eating um I was eating really good dogs the other day. Oh, it had carne asada on it, and had a gorgonzola butter sauce on top of the bacon wrapped hot dog. Ooh, that sounds great. Mm. That's, one, that's my one sh- regret from going out to Chicago. Didn't have time oh. for a hot dog. Yeah, they know no how to do dog. it. No dog. But that's what you do. And did you get a did you get a a, a beef? What are they called? A sweet beef? Sweet beef. <laughs> <laughs> I had some deep dish, but that's about it. <laughs> deep dish is, oh, okay. I would I would choose deep dish over hot dog, but yeah. also I don't eat hot dogs, so yeah. that's why I would choose deep dish. But the whole I pickle, understand. the whole pickle on the hot dog is that's the, that's the good thing. Yeah, that that's the Chicago thing. Italian beef, that's what it's called. You get those big soppy sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, Jack, Hell yeah. Uh, Jackie, if if there is a queen to unseat here, you do know that, right? You do know oh. there is Janet Riley, the Queen of Ween. Oh, I saw it. Oh, I saw it. You know what? You're I'm going to look up a queen picture of, of Janet Riley. I want to see how much of a Queen of Ween she is. You know the only Queen of Ween in this Ooh. town. I mean, there's a lot of Janet Rileys out there, but all of them have very interesting marmy haircuts. Imagine being the very serious Janet Riley who's like an attorney and you're always accidentally getting the Queen of Ween Janet Riley phone calls oh, and emails. I, I found Janet Riley Queen of Ween and honestly, Jackie, she looks like a sweetheart. She does. And also, did you see that she is a part of the North American Meat Institute? Mammy. <laughs> <laughs> She's a part of NAMI? (laughs) (laughs) She's on a list of the 25 future icons of the meat and poultry industry. Guys, this goes far. This is... There's nowhere... I can't. Number one, I need to get a cowboy hat. Number two, I need to get on the 25 future icons of the meat and poultry industry list. We're, I feel like we're very rapidly towards like a production end. I feel like by the end of this, you're going to be like an owner of like a slaughterhouse, you know? <laughs> when they harvest your eye like a perfectly portioned meal that's daily harvest. Where, 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 where? Everybody sees a big slab of lasagna and thinks, hey, that looks nice. But who's got the dang layering time? In an ideal world, you'd be able to make those picture-perfect meals without trekking to the supermarket, chopping everything up, slapping a ragut on it, really without doing any of the work. 
guess what? With Daily Harvest, you can. Molto bene. Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned cups of frozen organic fruits and vegetables directly to your door. The recipes all stay fresh in the freezer until you're ready to eat. Ain't nobody got Olive Garden time, especially around the holidays. Because when you're Daily Harvest, you're a family type relation. Copyright Jackie Zabrowski 2018. Everything takes just one step and five minutes max to prepare. You tell your boys that your Zupa Tiscan takes that little amount of time, but your boys know you're lying. Each Daily Harvest single serving cup comes ready to blend or heat. It doesn't get any easier than this. Add water or milk to a smoothie or just heat up a harvest bowl. That's the amount of effort this old Solemio wants to put into a meal. All of their ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nutrient content and flavor. You can actually see all of the ingredients when you open the cup. I mean, Bocelli can't see them, but he can feel them. And as long as the fingies are working, then everybody going berserking. Dude, have you watched Bocelli sing with his son? Hache mache! It's the perfect thing to have on hand for those days when you need something fast. Faster than you can butt jiggle to a mambo, mambo italiano. With more than 50 ready-to-blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and breakfast bowls, there's a daily harvest cup for every craving. Mamma mia, here we go again to fill our jigglies with healthy, delicious biddies. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code PAGE7 to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code PAGE7 for three free Daily Harvest Cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. Bellissimo! But what do all these people do in the industry? I just, I'm just, I'm so behind, guys. I guess I'm just, I'm a novice. You know what I am, though? I'm the underdog of this competition. You're the princess of Ween. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm just could only hope to become queen someday <laughs> if I eat enough hot dogs. That's my princess ween voice. <laughs> oh god. And I mean and princess ween, I mean her Twitter feed at Queen of Ween. Uh fact. The US National Toxicology Program found that nitrate has no association with cancer. Wow. Our bodies naturally produce nitrate and it actually has health benefits. So she's actually like a a, a hot dog propagandist, and I don't mean that in a negative way. She's just Pushing positive information about hot dogs. Oh yeah, it's nothing but uh, it's something but positive information about hot dogs and retweets from the North American Meat Institute. Damn, nitrates don't cause cancer. Forget the bad press on these hot dogs. <laughs> Hell yeah, there's a study. Yeah, destroy that bad press, Janet. Man, you know what? That's what it is. Janet and I are just going to become friends, guys. I am going to work my way into this meat system. You should. If it's the last thing I do. I mean, she's having a hell of a time. Like, she's posting pictures from this conference that she's going to. It's just a Texan roll. It's just, it's a beef she, which it's like sushi, but with beef. Oh, no, thank you. (laughs) But also, beef she is a disgusting, (laughs) disgusting name. Oh, I want a little beef she. I don't want a beef he. (laughs) I do not support that. Mm. Well, Jackie, this, this woman does look like she has a, a life you would love. I know. October is hashtag National Sausage Month. It's just she just keeps up on meats. God, man. And also, she keeps a fairly girlish figure for how much meat she eats. See, this is the kind of positive influence we need in this country. Have you, are you at all familiar? I know you've been watching a little bit more Food Network, Jackie. Are you at all familiar with Jeff Morrow? No, is he a is he a meat ambassador as well? He's the the quote unquote sandwich king mm, of, of of the Food Network, uh, no. <laughs> of the municipality <laughs> that is the Food Network. We all know there's like a sausage king of Chicago, but yeah. you can't just be the sandwich. You got to be the sandwich king of of the. But he's from Chicago, okay. So he's okay. He, he talks a lot about Chicago meats, and he's the sandwich king, and he's got like f- phrases that he uses like. 
crust to crust is a must about buttering bread mm. when you're making a oh, grilled cheese. Oh, fun phrases? Yeah, he's really annoying, but I think you might like <laughs> I just looked up a picture of him. He does look like someone that I could see as a king of some certain sandwich, yes. I think that you would really like him. He's like a big, oafy, like obnoxious, loud guy who on the kitchen. Why are you trying to say that I would like him? <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say about me, Molly? He's like a lot. He's like fun. He's like too fun, you know. So I think that you might like him. But all the other. Hey, you son of a bitch! <laughs> too fun. He's too Cut fun. Cut it out. He's so fun. I spent a lot of time watching the kitchen and thinking about whether or not they hate each other or whether they're fucking because I think that those are the only two options in the ensemble cast that is the kitchen. Yes. They're fucking. And I think that, yeah, I think that that an, at least in the you could draw a web of who's fucking who, but I also think at least, sometimes I think both of the women just hate Jeff Morrow's guts. Like, sometimes he speaks and they just look at him like they want to kill him. But that also means they may have used to be fucking, you know? But I, just, I really, really want to know uh, how much people uh, in the Food Network municipality uh, hate the Sandwich King or whether they love the Sandwich King because he's kind of a love him or hate him type of guy. He looks like that. He looks like a bit of a goomba. <laughs> Does he talk like this when it comes to the sandwiches? He doesn't. He does a very performative Chicago accent, which I can appreciate. I actually find that very, very sexy. Yeah, and I like a Chicago accent, like, for sure. And and I think it's real. He is from Chicago, but he's always like, ah, yeah, Chicago, you know. But I, I think that he's just... I think he's just a guy who makes sandwiches. Like I don't think he's like an old I don't I don't know what his backstory is, but I don't know if he was like he doesn't seem like he's, you know, was like born and raised in a Italian butcher shop or anything like that. I think he's just like a man who likes sandwiches. Who eats sandwiches. <laughs> he looks like a man who eats a lot of sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. He does. He definitely does. He's from Chicago. But you know, I mean, we got to get this story in here. Uh, you know I hate talking. Stop talking about meat. But we're going to talk about the woman that I'm sure is also trying to bring down the meat industry at some point. Did you read this story about Gwyneth Paltrow? <sighs> Did you read this goop story about her? I think I missed it. I, I was too busy reading the holiday gift guide. She has. I just, if I could, you know, the thing is, I just want to just give her a little shake. You know, just like a little shake. And be like, where's your head at, Gwyneth? Um, I know that she's a lover or you hate her, but she did just came out like she just came out essentially saying that she created yoga and it's why everyone um, everyone loves yoga because she's done yoga Oops. and she told everyone to like yoga. Yeah. Nope. Uh, J- uh, Jackie, do you want to read the uh, quote or shall I? Of course I would. <laughs> I remember when I started doing <laughs> yoga, and people were like, what is yoga? She's a witch. She's a freak. But I went to do a yoga class in L.A. recently, and the 22-year-old girl behind the oh, counter- Wait a minute. You forget you have to do forgive me if this comes out wrong. Oh, God, ew. <laughs> I just jumped. <laughs> Give me if this comes out wrong. <laughs> but just if also if you, if you gotta start it with that, we all know if you gotta start it with that, what that means. So she went to this yoga class, and the twenty-two girl behind the twenty-two year old girl behind the counter was like, "Have you ever done yoga before?" And literally, I turned to my friend and I was like. You have this job because I've done yoga before. Oh, no. Such, I just, it's just, that's not true. But then, like, she continues on talking about Goop later on in the article, too. And she said that she started in 1998. And she's like, that was the beginning of people thinking I was a crackpot. Like, what do you mean food can affect your health, Uh, you fucking psycho? That's not true. You're not. This But you didn't. I mean, that shit that she's just admit, like the the shit that you said, like, I, you have this job because I do yoga. It's like, that's the type of shit, like, you go, like, you go home and your friend's like, can you believe the shit Gwyneth Paltrow said to me today? Yeah. And then Gwyneth Paltrow goes and blows up her own fucking spot on it and tells everybody, <laughs> like, just like, okay, hey, everybody, I said something really stupid and condescending to somebody the other day. 
you want to hear about it? Isn't this fun? <laughs> I will admit, there have been times over the years, as 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 much as you know, we eagerly shit on Goop. There, have, I've done some self reflection, and sometimes I'm like, is the hatred of Goop as a blog is it tied up with some like kinds of hatred that we maybe is like bigger than Goop or doesn't you know? Sometimes like a hatred will get its own kind of energy, and it's like, do we just hate Goop because it's like shit for women or shit for organic no. people no. No. Uh, no no she's actually the straight up fucking worst she's <laughs> the worst <laughs> there's nothing here there's nothing deeper to look at this no. is just no. straight up like ugh. she's just so dumb and self-important she's yeah. just a self the worst navel gazy self-important like all of the things that famous people have a reputation for being. Yeah, sometimes she is that. Sometimes an ugh <laughs> is just an ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's, they should change goop to ugh. It's the ugh. How they get scared. <laughs> Where did you get that? Oh, I got it from <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> told me to spend $25,000 on it. I love <laughs> just just really extended out. <laughs> oh my god, that this bitch. And it's like, you know, you sometimes you also expect people to learn from the their mis- like when they are publicly humiliating about something they maybe would be like oh I tried to talk about food stamps and I just made myself look like the world's richest asshole and then she goes and says that she fucking invented yoga (laughs) what's wrong with you Oh, but she doesn't. You know, she takes it all in stride. She. Uh, By not I just, listening to any I think criticism. That we should, <laughs> I think we should buy that little town in Spain. Marcus, do you? It's on Goop's Christmas guide this year. Is that we can buy a small town in Spain? And do you think that we should do it as a network, a whole town? Well, and you know, me, I mean, before I say yes, let me look at the fucking price point here. Now that I think about it. <laughs> The person who thinks that she invented yoga is also the person who thinks she can sell a town in another country. Yeah, man. It's not even hers to sell. I think that it's... I, but, like, where did... Who... How did they find these things? I know she has a whole team of researchers that does all this stuff for her. She has no idea what's on any of this stuff. She doesn't... I'm, you know, like, she, uh, she openly said that when she was attacked, I think it was, like, Jimmy Kimmel or something was asking her questions about it, and she's like, oh, I don't know what's on there. <laughs> so this is from her, like, 2018 ridiculous but awesome list, I don't imagine, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. It's pretty ridiculous. We uh, we went through it last week uh, on the episode. That was also, by the way, Marcus, we were describing the change of your plans due to weather last week as the fact that maybe you didn't have enough Christmas spirit. <laughs> and, 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 sir, I don't know if you knew it. No, don't talk to me about it's your brother that doesn't have enough Christmas spirit. I got a shitload of it. I got so much Christmas spirit, I tried for two hours to download a Hallmark movie over my parents' shitty Wi-Fi so me and Carolina could watch some over Thanksgiving. Well, oh my God. We actually I got decided. A lot. We're just talking today. We're going to go buy a Christmas tree next week. I got a lot yeah! of Christmas spirit. But we decided that in case you didn't and that on that particular trip, if you were feeling a bit grumpy, you might have actually not known it, but you were actually inside a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Again, you know, you also have somebody in your life you already love, but what is the formula other than flying into the Midwest, getting fucked up, your travel plans fucked up by a snowstorm, mm. you're about to have to hitch a ride with a woman <laughs> who's on her way to, to home, whatever home it is that you're going to, and you're going to discover that you have more in common than you might have thought. Mm, now, nah, I don't know. <laughs> See, at this point in my life, I think it's that I'm trying to get home to my lady, uh, but along the way, I end up meeting a kindly old man, and we end up having more in common than we thought. Yeah, yeah. That, that also works. And he teaches me the meaning of Christmas, or I teach him the meaning of Christmas, one of the two. That's in the genre of the Full House Christmas special with Mickey Rooney. And in the end, I reunite <laughs> him with his estranged daughter. 
<laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's good. That's literally what happens in the Full House Christmas that's special. That's funny. I've never seen it. And that's exactly what happens. How did you know? Because because that's every single Christmas movie with the lonely old man. It's always re- it's Home Alone. It's true. There is either the love story or there's the lonely old man. And in the Full House v- version where Jesse and Michelle get trapped in a toy store with a mean old toy store owner who is Mickey Rooney, uh, then he reveals to them that he has not talked to his daughter ever since she moved away from San Francisco. And then he goes back and has Christmas with them. And then he calls his daughter for the first time. And I was just thinking about this because John and I were talking about our favorite Christmas specials. And there are a number of Full House Christmas specials. But that one with Mickey Rooney, that is the one that you just lived. Well... It didn't happen. Oh, man. Spoiler. (laughs) Now you got to go find a kindly old man and help him, Marcus, because he's out there and he needs your help. (sighs) Yeah. Can I just help my new landlord or something? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Just take out the trash. Do do one of those. You've got somebody. Can I just help Mr. Kim? Let me just help Mr. Kim. All right, all right, that's fine. Maybe, you, you know, as long as you're giving out the Christmas spirit, that's all that matters. Because I'm right. not traveling this year for Christmas, and I'm a little bit afraid that I'm not going to have any opportunity to be in a Hallmark movie at all. Hmm. Yeah. That's not, hmm. Yeah, do you have family movies, coming into town, though? I don't. Uh, Hallmark movies do not exist in New York City. Yeah. Yeah, because there's homeless people here. <laughs> Yeah, but that's why no, because no, it's because they can't. The, the hustle and bustle keeps them from remembering what the Christmas season's all about. It's too much hustle and bustle. That's right. I forgot about that. I think my best bet is to invite all my neighbors <laughs> into my home to decorate my tree with me, hmm. like Christmas with the cranks. Didn't that end badly though? Mm, no, no. Well, no. They did have a. There's a. There. There is a robber in their midst. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, really, I know that I think I tell you guys every year to watch Christmas with the Cranks. I still don't know why I watch it every single year. I watch it at least two or three times. I hate it. Have you watched the Christmas Chronicles yet on Netflix? I did it. You did. I did it. I. You know. Well. You know what? What I'm gonna say is that I just. I'm going to say I did it, but what I did do was just fast forward to all of the parts with Kurt Russell so that I could stare at him and be like, wish my Santa looked like that Santa. Oh, God. It was over Thanksgiving. Hearing Carolina and my mom gush over how hot Kurt Russell is. So hot. And talk about their Kurt Russell love throughout the decades. I mean, I'm very (laughs) glad that that they bond over something. Man, it turns out it's how hot they both think Kurt Russell is. I gotta say, I would have yeah. to fake it if I was in that situation <laughs> with trying to bond yeah. with my partner's mom because I'd be like, I don't find him attractive. But sure, I'll talk about <laughs> Kurt Russell and his butt. Let's do it. Wait, Molly, you've never found Kurt Russell attractive? I don't. I think he's kind of scary, but I think it's because I saw a movie where he was a scary man when I was a kid. And I've been trying to figure out what this movie was. Um, he was like a scary man, a kidnapper maybe in a truck. In the a kidnapper it, in a truck. It would have been in the mid nineties. Mid nineties. What are you talking about? No, I mean I guess he was a uh, villain in Death Proof, but that was long after that. It was n- it was like a regular. It was the. It was a creepy. What I not Captain Ron? No. God, I love Captain Ron. Yeah, Captain Ron's fucking great. Holds up, by the way. We we watched Captain Ron a couple uh, months ago. Totally holds yeah? up. Yeah. Totally oh, holds up. Oh hell yeah. 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 There it, was somebody. A woman was kidnapped. Uh, breakdown. Yes. Ah. Yes. Breakdown. I've he never was, seen breakdown. I just guessed breakdown because <laughs> you mentioned a truck. It must have been breakdown. I mean, I'm not looking at the movie poster, but nah. it must have been that. A woman was kidnapped, and he's a scary man, and mm. I've always been a little scared of him. A man Ooh. searches for his missing wife after his car breaks down in the middle of the desert. He might not even be the scary one. It might have just been so scary that I ascribed the fear to him. Yeah, he's Jeff Taylor. I don't think that's a scary man. Yeah, I think he doesn't sound like a scary man. I think it's his wife who goes missing. But I'm still scared of Kurt Russell. <laughs> I was obviously too young to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying just give him another shot. You know, just look up uh, anything with Snake Plissken in it, and I I mean, if you're not attracted to Snake, then I I don't know what to say. But I get it. I know the rough and tumble aren't usually your your tug and humbles down there. <laughs> 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 that 
That is exactly what I say to myself. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what's this doing to my tug and hummels right now? <laughs> Guess I hadn't really thought about it. Silver smells, silver smells. It's great to smell good when the weather's crappy. Rubbing yourself down with a bunch of skidimon sticks is appealing this time of year. Get your spice on, you naughty little elves. Because finding the perfect perfumes and finding out what's inside isn't always so wonderful. Well, welcome to the islands, Mon. I'm here to tell you about a company that's bringing the feeling back into fragrance. Blur. Instead of testing a scent on a strip of paper, or worse, being ambushed in a busy department store, you can get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. I don't want to tool around smelling like a Santa baby. I want the smoke show sex notes of a baby it's cold outside. If you like what you hear and see, odds are y'all like the scent. Then you actually try them on your own skin, at your own pace and place. Just like when you grapple up onto Santa's big old toasty to ask for your Christmas yearnings, some things are just better done in person. Each floor scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life, not some silly idea that a celebrity or a clothing designer thinks you should live up to. And because all that matters is what you like, the scents are gender-free. Just like a gingerbread person. You know, I tried to slap breasts and peonies onto my gingerbread people, but turns out, pokeouts just get burnt. The best part? Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. Now, I've been a Hepcat baby, but Fleur popped up a couple of new scents that I want to try. Hepcat was described as a tobacco leather type of smell, and I love that because you gotta smell daddy to get daddy. But their new one, Ciano, has Yang Lang in it? Yang Lang? Lang Lang? I don't know how to pronounce it because I'm a bit of a Betty Bimbo over here, but I know I have a candle with that scent that I burned that Midnight Earl with. I'm excited to smell like a Christmas cactus rather than a little pout-pout reindeer. Fleur creates sustainably crafted, award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. All right, it's time for the list. Oh, yeah, who's on the list? Marcus, gotta have that, that list. list. The most extravagant celebrity Christmas gifts. Molly, you're gonna hate this. Oh, <laughs> oh rich people. Oh, uh, yeah. Kim Kardashian, she got a handbag from Kanye West valued at $40,000. You're gonna put that bag somewhere and you're gonna forget about it. And it is ugly as fuck. Ooh. Look at that bag. Yikes. Yikes, I was assuming it would be covered in sparkles, in which case I would have liked it, but I would have put it down somewhere when I used the bathroom and left it. It's hand-painted. It's a George Condo Birkin bag. Yeah, to be fair, it is hand-painted, so technically it's a work of art, but that also means that she's never, ever, ever going to use it. No, never, ever. Rihanna, she got an original Jeff Koons sculpture from the creative director of Fenty Corp. Mm-hmm. That's possibly worth five million dollars. Million dollars, but also look at what it's, it is. It's a dolphin who's an inflatable dolphin. It's an inflatable dolphin. It's an inflatable it's, dolphin. <laughs> but it's a sculpture, you see. On a tire. On a inflatable tire. On a stool. Yeah. On a book called Goat. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's saying a lot. 
Five bill. <laughs> saying five bill yeah. worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. And her, on her Instagram, she's like, thank you. This is so sexy. Love you. Sexy is not the word I would use to describe this dolphin statue. No. But, you know, I kind of like where she's going with it. You know, I just think Rihanna can make anything sexy. I guess. Mm. A five million dollar inflatable dolphin? <laughs> yeah, super <laughs> fucking sexy. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chrissy Teigen bought John Legend a cheese wheel that cost $2,000. Although, to be fair, Molly, you'll know these cheese wheels. I feel like I see it in all the Instagram things of like, this is the best a pasta you ever had. <laughs> yeah. And then they, and like put it in the wheel and then like it gets all goopy cheesy on the inside. Or it's, I, I, what it looks like to me, I've seen this on chef's table, is like real Parmesan, you know, like a big old wheel of real Parmesan. And I watch it and then I'm like, I want Parmesan. And then I just like eat my like store Parmesan out of a container and pretend I'm eating the real Parmesan. Yeah. I would, I feel like this is the least annoying thing on the list by far because it's $2,000 is a lot of money. But it's people pay $2,000 for really good food and if it's like that much really good cheese that's a large thing of cheese it's a very large uh, it's a gigantic it's a stool it's like a lifetime yeah. supply of Parmesan. And so. yeah, exactly at the same time you have it for a really long time and you know they're going to use it so that's kind of nice bunch of record executives bought Lady Gaga a horse see there's where it turns you know? <laughs> yeah, a horse is a sentient being you can't just give somebody a horse a gear horse who gonna take care of the horse Gaga I mean you know, she, she finds a horse man a she horse can... man will come in and take the horse and do the horse things with it but like it's like when you buy a puppy for someone that didn't ask for a puppy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Horse, and, and, and arguably even harder than a puppy to take care of is a horse. Yeah, her uh, the Instagram message was, Today on my doorstep was delivered a white angel from heaven. It Whoa. felt like the old days of the record business. She's such a spiritual girl. A heartfelt thank you to John Janik and Steve Berman, the whole Interscope family. I will ride and care for and love her forever. <sighs> I just... I don't know. Is that what they did in the old days of the record business? Yes, that, I, I thought know. it was like a bottle of booze and a kiss on the mouth, whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not know that, that horses were back in the good old days when they were still making vinyl, you know? Yeah, when they were still making money. Yeah. Yeah, and they ain't making yeah. a whole lot anymore. But you know who made a lot of money from the record business? That actually did something good, and it's not about a gift that she got. It's a gift that she gave. Jennifer Hudson bought her assistant a house. How? Oh, that's nice. nice. Whole house. I love Jennifer Hudson. I mean, I I love everything about her, and especially her waistline. I it's from heaven. Her waistline is from heaven. <laughs> and I love her, even though I find that the character that they gave her in Sex and the City, the movie, is very insulting, and. St. Louis from Sex and the City. That's just the type of thing that Carrie would not do for her. So I'm very glad that Jennifer Hudson flipped the script. Hell yeah. I mean, it's also probably for the best, speaking of Sex and the City, that they're not doing the next movie because apparently it had something to do with um, Samantha sleeping with a teenager. So, you know, oh, it's, oh. All, it's all for the best. Yeah, I think that Sex and the City's time has come and gone. And I love that show and I always mm-hmm. will but I don't think we need to keep making it all things must end yeah alright it's time for Blind Item oh, we can't see him and this, the blind item that we got this week I mean it's a I would say it's a bit of a perennial but you know what let's jump let's dive back into this one this permanent A-list country singer with a seemingly permanent side gig is cheating on his longtime celebrity girlfriend with a staffer of a television show Blake it's not Shelton. Blake Shelton. It's Blake Shelton. He would never. He's going of to marry her. They're going to have a child. He's a disgusting, slimy man. Of course he would. No, he's just outgoing. He's just charming. <laughs> You're scared of his charm, Molly, and I understand that. I want him but to be know? destroyed now that Idris Elba has been replaced him as the sexiest man of the year. I want Blake Shelton to just crumble into dust. He can't, though. He's got he's got more voices to coach. Molly, please. 
You'll never change my mind on Blake sure Shelton. Sure, be cool if you did. <laughs> I still want to try a a, lem, a pink lemonade shooter because of that Blake Shelton song. That I would do, right? But would you also go and sleep with him afterwards? Absolutely. Because it not. seems that that is what the implication is. <laughs> I'll take his pink lemonade shooter. I'll take it. I'll drink it. I'll ask him for another one. I'll take that and I'll throw it in his face. Yeah, good for you, Molly. Maybe I won't throw it. He didn't do anything to deserve that. No, 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 no. He just got you the drink. But also, I am throwing out there. This is this is has nothing to do with Blake Shelton. I forget every year that Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. And I watched Batman yep. Returns the other day, and it is, I haven't seen it in years, just throwing it out there, it is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, it's fucking great, yeah. So I'm just saying to throw it, I want everyone to throw it on their, like, anti-Christmas Christmas movies that, you know, it's like with the gremlins, even though it's like, they're not anti-Christmas, but like, you know, the, uh... What, the outliers, the Christmas what do you movies call that, that aren't that that aren't Christmas movies and aren't Christmas movies, right? Like Die yeah. Hard. Yeah. So Batman Returns is on there, and everyone should watch it because, man, can you imagine how excited Danny DeVito was when he got that role? Yeah, my nose could be gushing blood. He and he is like, I didn't realize. I haven't seen it in a long time. How much, like, he's a little Horn Gwyn, more like. <laughs> horn Gwyn. <laughs> he was, like, after the ladies. And also, apparently, Michelle Pfeiffer put a real bird inside of her mouth. Huh. Talk about For that scene when she puts the bird in her mouth, because all the, <laughs> the, the puppets look too weird. And so she's like, I'm just going to do it with a real bird. Talk about Horn Gwyn. She is so hot in that, that movie. That, that was Michelle Pfeiffer in uh, Batman Returns. That was definitely like a childhood yardstick uh, <laughs> for uh, hotness. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about that other yardstick. Mind <laughs> the pun. Mind <laughs> the pun. Everyone, come pun coming through, everyone. Mind oh, yeah, the pun. we got three-footer. Three-footer. Mind the pun. That's all we got time for every day. That's all we got time on page Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. And if you'd like more holiday goodness, just settle on over to the Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash page7podcast. We are live stream watching holiday movies every Thursday until Christmas. And I think you might like it, which we haven't watched a video yet, but I think we're going to do that next week. Maybe. Next week. Maybe. I mean, if it comes up, we'll see. Maybe. Uh, you know, you know. I haven't watched it five times already. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little plan for you. Oh, I love it. Love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.